Immerse yourself in rich biblical history and Christian heritage with Vision Tours. Exploring Australia, the Holy Lands and other global destinations. Forge bonds of lasting friendship as you fellowship with like-minded believers and discover a new richness in your faith in Christ and a broader understanding of the world's Christian heritage. Enjoy the fellowship of a lifetime with Vision Tours. Explore upcoming tour packages at vision.org.au slash tours. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. As we do on a Monday, always good to check in with the Australian Christian Lobby and Wendy Francis, National Director of Politics at the ACL, is joining us. Hello, Wendy. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Wendy, let's start with a protest that is planned in Brisbane today because the Queensland Premier, Anastasia Palaszczuk, is attempting to rush through some kind of emergency powers bill like the Andrews government in Victoria. And I know listeners will be able to hear you in an airport because there's some announcements. There might be a little interruption or two. But what are your thoughts on on what's happening in the state of Queensland? Yeah, it's interesting, Neil. Uh, thank you for your um, patience with the background noise. But um, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get to where why I'm here later on, I think, when we talk more about what's happening around the nation. But with Queensland, the current um, emergency powers bill actually expires on April 30. And what the Palaszczuk government is wanting to do now is to update that to then move it through to October 31. Interestingly, our Human Rights Commissioner um, has actually uh, come out and said that there is no justification for the Chief Health Officer to actually continue to have these um, these COVID powers that are actually unprecedented. They restrict movement. Uh, you know, they keep people in quarantine. And that, they've been in place for more than two years now. Queensland's not unique in this. I mean, everybody listening in, in whatever state know that we've had these powers. But what the Queensland Human Rights Commissioner is questioning is whether there is any justification for them to now be continually extended, extended, extended. And now the the hope from the Palaszczuk government is that they will extend it through to October 31. So there is a, a protest today and it will be interesting to see whether the Premier listens to the Chief Health Officer or the Human Rights Commissioner because, um, yeah, they're both pretty important. Well, uh, this story was just on Vision National News just a few moments ago around Scott McDougall and his thoughts and appearing at the Parliamentary Committee sometime today. I know, Wendy, that there have been some camping out overnight to avoid being blocked by police, uh, fears of being blocked for a protest today. Uh, in Brisbane, Musgrave Park and moving to Parliament House. The camp out started at uh, 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. So there is quite a response coming from people that don't want these powers extended. That's right, Neil. I think uh, for me, when I look at it and wonder, like, is this something that I would go and protest about? I do think that it's wrong to extend these powers. But I go back to Galatians 5.13 and it says, because, you know, it's it sort of... Uh, in one way, it says both sides, I think, because it says, you, you, my brothers and sisters, you're called to be free. Um, but then it goes on to say, don't use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. And so I think for um, our listeners and for Christians, we've got to actually really look at that verse and say, okay, Lord, is this something that I really need to go out and protest about? Or is it something that I just need to humbly serve in love? And I, to be honest, Neil, 
I don't know what the answer is to that. I imagine the thoughts of the Human Rights Commissioner here you're in agreement with uh, looking for sufficient safeguards for human rights and preventing the potential misuse of power. This is something I guess should be applauded. Absolutely. And the thing is, um, you know, everybody's saying now that we really should only quarantine for seven days at the most. These powers, again, push it through to 14 days. And so it just seems like it's an overreach of the government uh, to remove our freedoms. Wendy, let's turn our attention to Victoria. Uh, Drug decriminalisation and the Andrews Labor government has softened its stance on hard drugs and agreeing to consider a trial for decriminalisation. What's your understanding? This is really concerning um, and and it's come in response to Fiona Patton's bill. Uh, Fiona Patton seems to have an amazing amount of power in that government and that worries me very much. Sorry about that background noise. That's okay. The, um, the interesting thing about the Australian Federal Police Commissioner, Kershaw, he has come out very strongly against this move and he said that um, to decriminalise drugs would actually make Australia, what his words were, a far more dangerous environment for police um, and also for society. So he said that about police, but then he went on to say it would become a more dangerous society and it would not be as safe as what we enjoy today. He believes that it would actually lead to chaos. And so um, this is very concerning. We had a lot of response from Victorian supporters to contact the Andrews government and actually ask them to not, um, to not proceed with this bill, not proceed with this trial decriminalisation. Um, over over 3,000 Victorians actually contacted the government. And so we thank people for that response because that, that does help. That does really work. Uh, but certainly um, the police commissioner's words should be taken very much into consideration by the Andrews government. Unfortunately, um, I think that Fiona Patton does have quite a lot of power in that government. Well, certainly when the police commissioner has things uh, to say and a description of uh, things will become chaotic, uh, it would lead to chaos, Uh, those sorts of things. And while the police commissioner is no doubt not really allowed to be political in the way that they make comments like that, uh, there is something very telling in the way that the police commissioner might almost be begging uh, for governments not to to decriminalise drugs. Absolutely. This, um, this bill, is, we're not talking about um, soft drugs or even prescription drugs. We're talking about hard drugs such as heroin, talking about ice, we're talking about MDMA. And these, for the, in this trial period, will no longer be treated as a criminal offence. So, you know, this is really letting our young people down because law, laws actually give, um, an, uh, give an understanding of what is good and what is wrong. Uh, and to, to remove uh, these... Um, terribly destructive drugs from being criminal gives a message to our young people that it's not that bad and and lives are destroyed and even taken i mean people are dying from overdoses that the ice epidemic is just something that is just wicked and and to say that no longer will it be classed as a criminal offense in this trial is is also wicked Well, interesting, isn't it? The public perception is perhaps along the lines of what people have been arguing for so long about some level of decriminalisation of marijuana. But this trial would be of all of those uh, dangerous 
hard drugs, and uh, that's pretty hard to stomach. Hey, is there a particular campaign that listeners can participate in, especially when it comes to the Victorian government on this, if they're considering softening the way they're standing on, on drugs? Is there a campaign you're running, uh, Wendy? There is, and so if people go to acl.org.au, on the front page there's always our campaigns listed up the top with a link, and there is a campaign for Victorians to actually contact the Andrews government and plead with them to, in, to stop this, this um, trial and, and saying to them to do less. Like to, If they go ahead with this, they're actually rolling out a red carpet for drug dealers um, in Victoria. It's because, of course, if people want to get drugs, then they have to have a drug dealer. So we're, we're rolling out not just dangerous drugs, but we're rolling out a criminal element and saying no longer will this be criminal. Well, Wendy, uh, you're at the airport. You're on your way to South Australia. Uh, on your way to Adelaide, there's a South Australian state election on this weekend. Uh, ACL's had a pretty big campaign going on in SA. We really have. It was, um, Christopher Bro here, our state director down there, he's labelled this the life election, and it really has been that. The pleasing thing is that um, the issue of abortion has been front and centre in the media because of the number of people taking part in our campaign there in, in Adelaide particularly, but throughout South Australia. And so, you know, over 11,000 calls have been made into, um, into MPs' offices. There's been over 8,000 texts sent. And so we're, we're just trialling all these different methods to actually make a difference to something that is so incredibly important because, of course... South Australia was one of the latest um, states to actually legalise abortion to birth. And, and so we are targeting um, that message and saying, check out where your MP voted. And if they voted to approve abortion to birth, they no longer deserve to actually be in the South Australian Parliament. And so I really think that um, this particular campaign has actually changed the whole public conversation um, around the election because the some of the election messages that the the parties would have been wanting to put forward have just kept on getting lost in the malaise of because the media keeps on running articles about this this election is about a life issue, and so it's just been quite exciting. At the same time, sad because we have to even do it. But yes, I'm heading down there tonight because Christopher Broy has been running election forums across the state. And the grand finale is on tonight because, of course, they go to the polls next weekend, this, this coming weekend. And so I'll be speaking, but along with other um, pro-life candidates in the whole election, and there's a number of them. Uh, so we're excited about that too. Wouldn't it be great to get some more pro-life people into the South Australian Parliament? Uh, wouldn't it? And there is that prevailing Christian sentiment that says... Unless you are pro-life, you don't deserve a vote to be in any parliament at all. And uh, there's something pretty powerful that you've got set up, Wendy Francis, with the Australian Christian Lobby. Uh, this savotes.org.au website has uh, every parliamentarian in South Australia. Their names are listed there with a simple green tick and a red cross that indicates how they voted with the abortion-to-birth legislation. So that's a very powerful thing. When, when listeners go to that site... Uh, they'll be confronted with how their MP voted. Absolutely. And we would never presume to tell people how to vote. We do not do that. 
but we do want to give as much information as we possibly can so that people can vote according to uh, the righteousness of God. And you're on your way to Adelaide today. You're at the airport now, about to get on a plane, so we'll have to tie up our conversation in just a moment. But uh, some election forums that are running across the state, people's opportunity to hear from the parliamentarians, from leaders of parties. Uh, You've got some of those happening this week. We have. So I'd love people, if they're in South Australia, please go to the ACL website and look for the South Australian forums. Certainly tonight I'll be in Adelaide and I would love to see as many listeners there as I could um, because I think it's really important that when we make a splash in the media and say, look, this election is all about life, we really need to back that up with people saying, yes, we agree, this is about life. And if we turn up and the candidates turn up and only a trickle of people turned up, which hasn't been happening, by the way, it has been really well supported, but if that happened then the media would be well in their rights to say, well, other people didn't think it was as important as the ACL thought it was. So it's really important that we have really good turnout. And I'm just so grateful that that's exactly what has happened. Okay, Uh, one more uh, issue to tackle before I let you go, Wendy. There's a move now and some big, well-known corporate organisations like Woolworths and the Chemist Warehouse, they're throwing their weight behind queer theory in schools. Uh, That's unbelievable. What's happening there? So it's the latest move to get this queer theory stuff into schools. And yet, as you say, Woolworths and Chemist Warehouse, so incredibly disappointing. But they're running campaigns on particular um, articles that you can buy from them, particular products. And an amount from each of those products is going to go to LGBTQI+. So they've actually added in the plus as well, which really concerns me because really when you add in the plus, um, yeah, who knows what's in there. So uh, they are contributing a, a, a large sum of money um, to get resource kits out kits to schools right across our nation in partnership with Minus18. Uh, so this is, this is just an additional, I guess, resource to what's already out there. Our kids are being absolutely saturated with this stuff. We've had the Good Society, we've had respectful relationships, we had safe schools, which are all still there. Um, And of course now we're mandating consent education, which is another concern. We have Wear It Purple Day, we have all sorts of special days, and all of this in our schools. And so what we're seeing is that our children are just more and more marinating in this sort of queer soup, um, which tells them that it's really good to be queer. Well, undoubtedly there'll be some who are even in their own mind right now re-evaluating where they shop because we happen to mention uh, Woolworths or the Chemist Warehouse supporting uh, queer theory in schools. But let's talk about the sort of action you encourage parents to take and mostly people who are interested in this are parents who've got children in school right now. So uh, what's your encouragement to parents? What, what can they do to, to actually keep an eye on their own school? Yeah, I think this is really important because um, if we and I do, I do choose to shop where I feel that they are being ethical and have my values. I do do that. But if we continue to do that, we're going to bounce around from shop to shop because it's not just Woolworths and Chemist Warehouse that have things that are, are concerning. So yes, I think that we can do that. We can spend our dollars where we support what they're doing. But what I say to parents is, join your PNC. If you're not part of your PNC, make it something that you 
determined to do this year because, um, you know, it's not a huge time commitment. But when you're part of that PNC, you are part of a small group of parents who are making decisions about what is acceptable in their school, what they don't want to have in their school, even things like what they have at their school fates or what's, what's acceptable um, even in their, from prep right through to grade 12. So I really encourage, I sometimes say, and my husband is a pastor, so I, you know, I I'm, I'm have his blessing on this, but I, I sometimes say if your, if your PNC meeting clashes with your prayer meeting at church, consider carefully which meeting is going to be the best one for you to go to because I would be telling my prayer meeting people, please pray for me tonight. I'm going to the PNC and I'm a missionary there and I need your prayers that when I speak up and say, look, I don't think this is the best resource for our kids to have, that other people will listen and that God will soften their hearts towards what I'm saying. Um, so I, I say to parents, you know, just get get involved in your school so that you can actually have an active part in what your kids are actually being confronted with. Wendy Francis, you always raise such incredibly important points and uh, I'm not missing the thought too that sometimes when we think about being a missionary, we think about going overseas. But if you're going to your local PNC, your church could be supporting you as a local missionary there too. Uh, Let me point people to the Australian Christian Lobby website, acl.org.au. Uh, Take part in those campaigns and uh, be prepared. Wendy Francis is about to arrive in Adelaide. Uh, Look forward to those forums. And there is a state election on in South Australia this coming Saturday. We'll have some coverage and preview to that election coming up too on Friday. acl.org.au. Wendy Francis, thanks so much for your update today on 2020. I'm so grateful to you and the listeners for your patience, Neil. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.